All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. This is the podcast where we highlight undiscovered talent. We're scanning Y Combinator, Pioneer, Product Hunt, Twitter, Indie Hackers, all these different networks to find really interesting founders and interesting projects and startups, and we feature them on the podcast before you've probably heard of any of them. And what's great about this is you get to follow along on their journey as they become more and more successful and say, I knew them when. So thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders, and let's get into our next founder you haven't heard of, but you will. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Nina Kara, who is a creator of Biotine. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good, thank you. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I am really looking forward to learning more about what you're working on, as it's something that I don't know too much about historically. So I'm looking forward to jamming on, on, on the industry. For people that don't know what you're working on with Biotine, can you give everyone an idea of, of what it is? Yeah, sure. So Biotine is a company focusing on aging-related aging-related and genetic diseases, and finding treatments and cures and preventions for them. So uh, one of our projects kind of includes um, using AI to analyze um, the mitochondria of senescent cells and to find key phenotypes, which we can hopefully translate into biomarkers as validation for clinical trials. Yeah. So, so um, <laughs> um, do you want me to kind of give like a more um, high-level um, kind of simple, simplified explanation of that? Yeah, yeah, sure. That would be great. Then um, would love to hear kind of how you got into all of this um, after you kind of give a higher level explanation. Perfect. So um, first, um, well, senescent cells are zombie type cells in your body that happen after kind of your cells finish dividing because um, kind of as your cells divide, your, um, your DNA technically is supposed to be, not supposed to be, but kind of technically gets damaged. But the thing is, um, your cells have these little, at the end of their DNA, at the end of their chromosomes, they have these little sort of aglet type things, sort of, sort of like, like shoelaces, except um, they're, they're called telomeres, and they're a bit of repetitive DNA that you don't really need, and they're cut off with every cell division. So once your telomeres kind of run out, your, cells be, your cell becomes senescent. And it's this zombie type cell that secretes sort of an associated, um, associated proteins and associated kind of toxins, well, I, not really toxins, but cytokines and a bunch of molecules that are not good for your body. And it also can turn other cells senescent and it all furthers aging-related diseases and biological aging. So, um, yeah, so that, that's kind of an explanation of senescent cells. And we're kind of looking to um, find key phenotypes or biomarkers, so like little traits, to target senescent cells um, and to use as validation for clinical trials. So, yeah, that's what we're working on. So it's obviously a really important problem that, you, that you're solving, which is, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like in the area of like aging, longevity, you know, yeah. health over time, right? That's kind of the whole category that you're in. Yeah. So at what point did you decide it, you, this was interesting to you? Um, I guess I would love to hear a little bit of, the, of where the interest came for you and then the origin story of how you decided to start this. Yeah, sure. So, um, well, first, my um, my grandfather 
as he was kind of growing up, he was diagnosed with vascular dementia as a result of open heart surgery. And that kind of, and he, and he was in his seventies and that kind of gave me a want to, you know, solve it um, as many people have. And um, kind of from there, like I, I was in about grade three when that happened, but later on I joined an innovation accelerator for teenagers and I learned a lot about um, how we could actually solve these problems in human longevity specifically, which really sparked my interest. And from there, I kind of just, I, in March of 2019, I just thought of a proposal. I kind of validated it a lot. And yeah, um, from there I just reached out to a bunch of labs um, and what, you know, one kind of said yes, and they wanted to work on it with me. And yeah, I, I guess here I am now after kind of having worked on it for about a year and a bit. So walk, I'm curious about the process of you, you mentioned you were, you reached out to several labs to work with and, and one said yes. And, and here we are. Can you kind of walk us through why, like, this is a very basic question, but it's just to understand the industry a little better. Like, when what do you need what when you say you need a lab like what do you need a lab for is it like the is it the people that work in the lab is it the materials in the lab and is it almost like pitching vcs where you have to like pitch the lab and why you they should bring in you or can you just kind of walk through how that whole process works to someone that really knows nothing about it <laughs> no yeah yeah of course so pretty much for the analysis for the ai analysis we were going to do we needed a, we needed a bunch of images of senescent cells and normally kind of dividing cells so to do that we had to kind of get the images from a lab because they aren't like publicly available online and if they are they aren't available kind of in the in a unified format they aren't available they aren't available in a constant format and if they aren't avail in, available in a constant format then we can't really um actually they get accurate results which is kind of our aim there right so um sorry so pretty much um we need the lot we need the lab for the actual images because we wanted to do more of the dry analysis because you know i'm on, i'm under 16 so i can't really go into a lab and kind of do this myself so um i yeah i had to go get the um yeah i just had to ask the lab and um i guess i, I guess from there they kind of just provided the images and we were able to do the analysis. We're still in contact with them now because um, they're kind of interested in any further developments. And for on your day to day when you're working on Bioteen, um, what are some of the activities you spend your time on? Um, I'm not even going to try to guess because because I won't know. But like on an average day, um, what do you, what are you working on? What what takes up your mind? And maybe what does that change over time? Yeah, sure. So um, a lot of it's like organization, right? Kind of um, like working on the timeline, working on like the five-year goals, the five-month goals, you know, the five-week goals. Um, and also kind of, like, you know, just doing reach outs for different, we were working on a bunch of different projects. So kind of having sync for that, doing reach outs. Um, also, like, you know, I, I really like coming up with ideas every day because, you know, I, I feel like ideation is kind of um, super important especially if you're like, learning how to validate those ideas, learning how to um, like, come up with them very fast. Also, I have this kind of goal to create an idea repository for, for myself by the time I'm you know, out of high school. I, I kind of want to have like a repository of like a thousand ideas I can go back to and be like, and I know some of them might be um, like outdated by the time I get out, but I think it'd be super interesting to kind of go back and be like, hey, you know, I thought this was a really interesting idea. Why didn't I develop it further, right? So I do a lot of that and a lot of the projects actually get incorporated into bio team um yeah and a lot of it's just kind of like organizational but a lot of it's kind of working closely with people who kind of head up the project specifically 
are you able or willing to share like a couple of ideas that you're thinking about now, like whether or not you're working on them, like what are just some ideas that interest you about the world or whether or not they're related to Bioteam? Yeah, sure. So um, like right now, I guess like one that is related to Bioteam that we're actually starting to work on right now is an actual, tra- it's a treatment um, for the disease epidermolysis dysplosa using heat shock. And um, yeah, we, we, came across, we came across that idea about reading a paper. Well, actually, yeah, I kind of came across it around um, September or August in 2019. And I, 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 you know, I found someone kind of in the company who wanted to work on it with me. And yeah, um, so we basically were using heat shock to kind of target um, like cells with EDS, um, epidermolysis pilosa, which is a genetic skin disease that is, um, that's pretty much um, causes you know, children's lifespan to be shortened to about 10 or, I'm sorry, one or two years, um, which is very short. Well, I mean, in some cases, it really differs per subtype. But yeah, we're working on, you know, finding a treatment for that. And yeah, that, that's kind of a priority right now as well. Um, yeah, and, and in terms of day-to-day life, I mean, right now in my kind of idea repository so far, I have about 93. So it's not that many yet, but I feel like um, right now I'm kind of coming up with ideas like, you know, based on the problems I have in my day-to-day life. So, um, you know, I get, oh, I was reading an article the other day about frontotemporal dementia. Um, and, you know, there was this um, co-founder of um, Cloudflare, I think, that, um, you know, was diagnosed with it, which is, is super unfortunate. So I, I was kind of thinking about the impact that sort of has on people. So perhaps like a mic, I know that there are microbiome. So your microbiome is kind of a collection of the gut bacteria in your body. And well, just all the bacteria in your body in general. And um, turns out there's actually a lot of differences in the microbiomes for people with Alzheimer's and people who don't have Alzheimer's. So I was wondering if that could actually apply to different types of dementia and how the, if that would help um, physicians diagnose it sooner. I actually read that that post that you're talking about um, about yeah the the original developer and co-founder of Cloudflare and yeah it's a it's quite a like I don't even I don't know what the word is like I almost want to say haunting read like it's very it's very sad um, to read about and it happens you know often you know in the world where things out of our control like that happens so and you're kind of like kind of trying to change the narrative a little bit with what you're working on I'm curious like what what does like what would you say your your goal is for bioteen is it to like push the 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 marker of like life from like average age like i don't know 85 to like 105 is it eradicate you know certain like cancers or dementia or alzheimer's like do you have a goal post um of like what it look what success looks like for you with bioteen yeah so like right now we're actually, um, I, I guess, I guess the goal is um, to kind of focus on the diseases that come with aging and the and a lot of genetic diseases that kind of um, that impact a lot of people. Because I guess you know, my overall my overall goal in life is sort of to impact people profoundly, and I think that's bio that kind of translate into bio translates into bioteen as well to kind of yeah just to impact people profoundly. And I find that one of the best ways to do that is in medicine and kind of disrupting medicine almost. So um, yeah. I, I think that I think that's definitely a goal. And I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, I might be wrong here, so correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe we got connected, or I, I learned about you be, um, be due to Pioneer, which is like this online, uh, like tournament um, for 
really intelligent, you know, makers to compete and, you know, get become pioneers. And I've taught, I've had many pioneers on the show previously, as well as Daniel Gross, who started pioneer. I'm curious, like how, how has um, it been kind of doing pioneer and like getting kind of reached to a, a global audience and are there any other online like programs or just things that you found that have been useful in, in making friends on the internet and in tech or in longevity or just kind of connections and business in general? Yeah, so um, I know that Pioneer, I really like the kind of community it offers because I go to message people kind of on Discord, like their, their Discord server, which kind of helps me to help them give me feedback on my project and me give them feedback on their projects, kind of a give and take. And it's also a really good platform to receive feedback, especially since I meet quite a few scientists on there. I mean, I don't meet them like per se. I don't actually get connected with them, but they do give me some really useful feedback, which is really nice. Um, yeah, so I'd say that like in other good platforms, I mean, Twitter is always a great platform because there are always people who are kind of, you know, like, oh, you know, I, I'm kind of a smart and ambitious kid or I'm a smart and ambitious person and, you know, I'm starting this group. And it's interesting because people just start slacks for people who are, you know, smart, ambitious, excited. And, you know, um, so I, I like to join this sometimes because like I, I get to meet a lot of really, really cool people there. So I guess Twitter is always a great place. Um, I don't know if there's any other like especially useful environments. I mean, the innovation accelerator I kind of came to was um, was 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 a really good environment. But yeah, um, I, I'd say that's it. I, I actually I tweeted today. <laughs> like I saw this I saw this tweet about how a, a VC who's actually been on the show Elizabeth Yin just talks about how she uses Twitter for deal flow and broke down the numbers and I retweeted saying Twitter is my co-founder because like I <laughs> I I feel like it is like I, I love Twitter too I'm on Twitter way more than any other social media platform because in some capacity like I kind of treat it like LinkedIn like I'm curious for you are you are you active at like on LinkedIn or do you use Twitter to fill the role of LinkedIn I guess how, how do you see like dichotomy between those two platforms which are both kind of professional platforms in some ways I'd say LinkedIn is also very useful. Um, I've gotten a lot more like, you know, reach and I've been able to talk to more people via Twitter, but LinkedIn's great as well. I mean, I don't really, like, I guess LinkedIn and Twitter have different environments. Like LinkedIn is more for a professional kind of milestones and that kind of stuff. And Twitter is more like a, um, a casual um, kind of vibe in a way. And yeah, that, made, that makes a lot of sense. And I'd love to hear what does, you know, if you have to look out, you know, 10 years or 20 years or as long out as, as, as far as you want with, with Biotene, what, what's the big vision for what you're working on? Like, we know what a goal of yours is, but if you had to paint, you know, the, the, the big vision for Biotene, um, what would it be? And like, what will it look like once it hits it? Yeah, so I think my vision right now is... Um, Pretty much, if I were to be super ideal and wow, I like I can't believe all of this went right. Then I'm just living in a world where there's no you know aging with diseases. That's not the reason we die. Like um, and yeah, just there's there's longer health span, health maximum and median health span has been um lengthened. Um, also that a lot of the genetic diseases we're focusing on right now and also we're focusing on a few kind of aspects of mental illness are um, eradicated 
and like you know, mental illness is obviously a bit more of a touchy subject, but um, you know, panic attacks and panic disorder, we're focusing on right now and kind of creating a span that um, can help you diagnose and tell when you're having panic attacks sooner and you know, try to stop them before they reach their peak. Um, you know, th th those are eradicated. No one has to go through that kind of experience of being in, in that state ever again. Yeah, I'd say that's a vision. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty incredible vision. Uh, I, is there anything that the the forward thinking founders community can do to help you make your vision happen? Whether it's recruiting or following something on social media or buying a product or anything like that, how can the forward thinking founders community help you with what you're working on? Yeah, so um, I mean, <laughs> I think that like right now. Um, I mean, I'd love to just have conversations with any of you guys. So um, definitely just like reach out to me on Twitter or via my website or anything. Like my Twitter is Karenina. So um, like K-H-E-R-A-N-I-N-A. So I mean, yeah, just, re just reach out to me there. I'd love All to have right. a conversation. All right, you make an ass like I would. I always, I, I think like in the post roll of, of every episode, I'm like, follow me on Twitter and reach out on Twitter. I, I, I love Twitter. <laughs> well, everyone, please follow her on Twitter. You're doing, you're doing some amazing work and I'm looking forward to, you know, following along and seeing, seeing how it goes and watching the vision happen. I really appreciate you being open and coming on the podcast and sharing your knowledge on, on everything, you know, we, we just talked about, which is, I feel like a broad, uh, you know, range of subjects and just best of luck moving forward on Biotene. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Thank you everyone for tuning into that episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And luckily there's another one coming up real soon. But before then, I have a couple things to tell you. First, if you're listening to this and you think you're working on something cool or you think you're smart, hit me up on Twitter. I am at Matt underscore Sherman, and that is Matt with one T. So hit me up, shoot me a DM, and I'm happy to check out what you're working on and maybe we can get you on the pod. But at the very least, I'm happy to give you feedback on your product or project or startup. Lastly, if you can please rate this podcast in the iTunes store. That would be awesome. I'm trying to get up in the rankings so more people can discover these awesome founders. And the only way to do that, or one of the ways to do that, is growing with rankings. So if you liked what you're listening to, please just go onto the iTunes store, give it five stars or four, you know, or three. I'm not going to tell you what to give, but just tell whatever I deserve, you should rate that. With that, I'm signing off. See you next time. Bye.